This, this is Bear Down Wednesday. 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 All right, here we go back at it for another edition of Bear Down Wednesdays. I am your host, Jason Bell. You can find us on Twitter at BD Wednesdays. If you have any questions or comments, the email address bdwednesdays at gmail.com. Quick question for you. If you have a fledgling podcast with no listeners, what do you do to get that podcast to blow up and, and take it to the next level? The first thing you do is you skip an episode. Just straight up don't even do it. Don't put it out. Then when you come back, you you name your podcast after a day of the week. For example, Bear Down Wednesdays. You drop that episode on a Friday. That is how you take it from here, hand very low, to here hand on the ceiling. That's what's up. Anyway, Jason Bell coming back. I missed last week. I had a sick son. So I missed a number of days. I do the podcast at work. So I was not able to even do an episode the entire week. Uh, I got sick myself and I had a sick daughter this week, but I'm back in the building. It's Friday. We're doing it late as hell. And that is uh, what's up. We're going to take a look at the Buffalo Bills game, recap that, and we'll preview the Packers. The NFL season started last night with the uh, the Eagles and the Falcons. We're just going to get this thing rolling. So here we go. Bear Down Wednesday. Bear Down Wednesday. This, this is Bear Down Wednesday. All right, so last Thursday, August 30th, final preseason game of the year. Bears and the Bills, a couple of juggernauts. Buffalo gets a thrilling 28-27 win. Personally, I take nothing from this game. Uh, I don't get too excited about the huge lead that the Bears had or the massive second-half collapse with A.J. McCarron dealing. Uh, not only was there no Mitch Trubisky in this game, but there was also no Chase Daniel. And those are most likely the guys that are going to be directing that offense this season. Um, I do trust Chase Daniel. I, I wouldn't have said that in July, but after watching him play the last you know couple of games, I'm like, yeah, he's competent. He can do good. And I actually trust Tyler Bray as well. Um, that's good for the preseason to get me to believe in the back of quarterbacks for if or when Trubisky does get hurt. Uh, I've also been very impressed with Ryan Nall. I uh, was not familiar with him before the preseason, but uh, he, to me, he really showed out, and uh, I expect him to make the team and do good things. Um, but the number one thing I'm impressed with was uh, the new coach, Nagy, and his play calling. To me, just every time I saw the Bears with the ball, it was such a breath of fresh air. Uh, it was such a night and day difference from the John Fox era that was just like ramming your head into the ground. It was just you know predictable and bad news. Uh, this Bills game, a lot of guys fighting for the jobs. But I wouldn't take it as NFL starters grinding or anything like that. Um, a lot of the Bears preseason as a whole, a lot of the games were close. Like they barely lost to the Bengals. They barely beat the Broncos. They barely lost to Buffalo. Uh, you know, they could have went undefeated. They could have lost every game. Ultimately, none of it means a thing. But I am uh, I'm super excited to see what they uh, unveil against the Green Bay Packers. I hate that they're playing the Packers so early in the season. I can't believe it's the first week uh, first week of the season. That should never happen. I mean, I, honestly, I think they should save it for at least Halloween or October or you know, that's that Bears Packers is is classic. You don't need to lead off the season with that. You're just so excited for the season. You know, it could be anybody in week 1. But uh that's my take on that. Bear down Wednesdays. Bear down Wednesdays. Um also, I completely missed the Kansas City Chiefs game. That's the that's the one I missed with my uh, son last week. Uh so a lot of people, most notably Hubba Arkush, I saw him on Twitter. He was very upset that uh, Mitch Trubisky sat. The Kansas City Chief game was the quote-unquote third, oh, Michael Scott, the quote, uh, third quote-unquote preseason uh, game where all the starters play for a half. Well, uh, Nagy just sat Trubisky. He didn't play at all. Arkush was upset about that. He said, how come Trubisky is sitting and not playing? Meanwhile, Tom Brady 
of all people, is, is getting a lot of snaps for the Patriots. Um, Nagy's defense was that Trubisky took over 2,000 snaps in uh, preseason. The Bears had an extended preseason with that fifth preseason game, the Hall of Fame game. Didn't want to wear him down. Didn't want to risk an injury. Trubisky is central to what the Bears are going to do this year. Um, Arkish uh, argued that if Brady can learn from the preseason game and get better, why can't Mitch? That's a very fair point. Me personally, I don't have a problem with it. I, I think with the Patriots, they're at the end of their run. Uh, Belichick knows that he can Matt Castle's way to a good season if Brady gets hurt. For example, 2008, he lost Brady early. You know, brought in Matt Castle, won 11 games that year. Uh, and honestly, if the the Patriots season goes up in flames, like if Brady does get hurt and the Pats go six and ten or whatever, I think ultimately it it doesn't matter. It's the last year of the dynasty either way. I don't, I don't, you know, if if it really goes off the rails, it'll end right here. So it's like, hey man, you just gotta do what you're doing. You know, you can't be that conservative. Um, if the Bears were to lose Trubisky, though, that would be that would be catastrophic because their run hasn't even started yet. Literally everything they've done from free agents to who they draft is based upon putting the talent around Mitch Trubisky. Like he's he's the the center of that wheel. Um, well, I do trust Chase and, and Bray. Uh, the plan here is designed for Mitch Trubisky, so it's overly cautious. But I'm I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. Yeah, we're- inside the numbers. Numbers. Inside, inside the numbers. All right, so we're gonna go inside the numbers real quick. Uh, Buffalo Bills game leading passer for the Bears, only passer for the Bears. Tyler Bray. He was 19 of 29 for 180 yards, no touchdowns, one pick. Leading rusher again, Ryan Nall. Four carries, 79 yards. That's almost 20 yards a pop. Very impressive. He did have a touchdown. Uh, leading receivers, Daniel Brown, the tight end, and Tanner Gentry, 46 yard for the Bears. Another good preseason for him, but he ultimately did not make the squad. Meanwhile, the Bills, uh, A.J. McCarron was out there dealing, uh, 13 of 34. Not a great percentage, 156 yards, but he did have three touchdown passes, along with two big interceptions. Uh, leading rusher, Travaris Cadet, six carries for 73 yards. And the leading receiver, believe it or not, Logan Thomas for 40 yards. If that name sounds familiar, he is the former quarterback at Virginia Tech. Now, looking at these numbers, I just uh, curiously look at the uh, the league leaders for the NFL for the preseason and a decent amount of Bears on there. Uh, leading passer in the NFL for the preseason was Tyler Bray of the Bears, 652 yards passing. Leading rusher was the Raiders' Chris Warren. He went for 292 on the ground. But number two, uh, Ryan Nall from the Bears, 223 yards on the ground. The leading receiver in the NFL in the preseason, Javon Wims, the Bears' seventh-round pick from Georgia, 227 yards receiving. And uh, leading tackler was Chris Board from the Ravens, 30 tackles. But uh, number four was John Timu of the, the Bears with 28 tackles, only two tackles behind. Um, I know you could say, hey, there's a lot of Ravens and a lot of Bears. They played five preseason games. Everybody else played four. Ah, to me, it's just results. Bears are getting better. Look at those numbers. They got all the league leaders. Bears. There you go. News and injuries and shit. News. Injuries. Shit. It's news and injuries and shit. All right, so what is new in the world of the Chicago Bears? They made a trade for a famous defensive player, uh, Khalil Mack from the Oakland Raiders. So now the Bears are getting a little bit of buzz here. Uh, What did the Bears give up? They gave up a first-round pick in 2019, 2020, uh, a third round pick in 2020 and a sixth round pick in 2019. So a lot of picks. However, the Bears get, <coughs> pardon me, the Bears get a second round pick in 2020 and a fifth round pick in 2020. They also get Khalil Mack, who is arguably the best defensive player in the league. Uh, and they signed him to a six year, $141 million extension, which is huge. Okay, so my takeaway I love that they're trying, trying to be good, trying to win. 
Um, and they're using, everybody's saying they're, they're, they're using the Seattle's uh, Russell Wilson method where you basically get a rookie uh, a rookie quarterback or a, a quarterback who's on his rookie contract, I should say. You get your franchise quarterback. He's on the rookie contract, so his pay isn't outrageous. You take all that money and you spend it on talent around him. That's a great idea. It worked very good for the Seahawks. They had a great run in 2012, 13, 14, 15. Um, you know, obviously that gets tricky as the, the quarterback gets his money and then you got to kind of take the money away from the other talent. Um, that's what I love about this. What I hate is that two of the NFL's top five are in the same division, and that division is the NFC North. Uh, Vikings, to me, the top five is Vikings, Packers, Steelers, Eagles, Patriots. Those are your top five. Two of them are in the NFC North. I think the Bears are legitimately good enough now they could win a shitty division, but they're in arguably the best division in the league, so we'll see what happens there. A little bit of news. Leonard Floyd could play with a club on his hand on Sunday. That would be awesome. I'm hoping for the club hand. And uh, Roquan Smith went through a full practice. He is optimistic to play Sunday. We shall see. Mitch Trubisky. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. All right. Mitch Trubisky, Tom Brady. Mitch barely played in the preseason. That was controversial. People thinking he should have got more snaps. Uh, You know, hey, man, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? The rubber hits the road this Sunday. But I'll tell you what. What I'm trying to do when I compare Mitch Trubisky to Brady is uh, this is Mitch's second year starting. Brady's second year starting was 2002. And uh, Mitch's first year was very similar to Brady's first year. So I want to see if he follows that same trajectory and makes the same statistical leap. Uh, Brady was 189 yards a game. Mitch was 182 yards a game in their first year starting. I feel like that's close. Uh, So what did Tom Brady do in 2002 in his season opener? This is to see if Mitch can go on that same trajectory. In Brady's 2002 season opener, he played the uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. He went 29 of 43 for 294 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, uh, quarterback rating of 110, and the Patriots won 30 to 14. That's against the Steelers. Steelers are no joke. So basically, long story short, it's time for Mitch to step it up. Let's see if he can put up you know 290 and three touches against the Packers on Sunday night. I believe in you, Mitch. It's all you, Mitchell T. Slinging that D, the D is for deep ball. Here we go. This week in 1985. 1985. This week in 1985. All right, so we're taking a look at the 1985 Bears. Their first game of the season was September 8th, 1985. Chicago beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 38-28 at Soldier Field. A couple of quick notes that you may have forgotten about that game. I remember that game as well. I was like nine years old watching it. And when you think about the 85 Bears, you're like, yeah, man, best team ever. They went 15-1. and They won the Super Bowl. They they, they dominated everyone. Not the case. Um, Tampa Bay jumped out to a 21-7 lead in this game. And they also led 28-17 before the Bears came back to win. Uh, James Wilder of the Bucks ran wild. 27 carries, 166 yards, and a touchdown. Meanwhile, the Bears were led by Jim McMahon, 274 yards passing, two touchdowns passing, one interception, and another two touchdowns rushing. So four touches for Jimmy Mack. Walter Payton, 17 carries, 120 yards. And your uh, big receivers, Willie Galt, 60 yards on four catches, and Dennis McKinnon, 58 yards on four catches with a touchdown. Bears win 38-28 to go 1-0. It's not always pretty. But it is always effective. It's 85 Bears. Sneak peek. Coming up. What's next? All right, so we're going to do a quick sneak preview. Uh, Sunday Night Bears and Packers, Sunday Night Football on NBC. You can also find it on the Yahoo Sports app, which I got on my phone. I'm very thrilled with that app. Fantastic app. Uh, The game is uh, Sunday Night, 820 Eastern, 720 Central. 
Uh, in previewing this game, I took a look at the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. They got a section on the Packers up there. What did they think about the, the Bears? They mentioned that the Chicago linebackers did not play together in camp. They played together for zero snaps, the starters, in the preseason. So that's an interesting note. Uh, they mentioned that Aaron Rodgers has only lost to the Chicago Bears four times in his entire career. Uh, they mentioned that Mitch Trubisky took 18 preseason snaps, <laughs> which is not a lot in the entire preseason. And uh, the Bears players to watch, according to the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, was Mitch Trubisky, Tariq Cohen, and Allen Robinson. Uh, Tariq, because he's a home run hitter, you know he can he can turn nothing into something. And then Mitch and Allen Robinson, because they basically didn't play in the preseason, and they're a huge part, you know, the huge free agent wideout, and of course the franchise quarterback. Um, they did mention that the Bears' defense is good, but the offense was vanilla. Lots of new faces playing uh, together for the first time, really, this Sunday night. This is going to be their first real game together, the first time with extended stamps. It's on the road uh, against a major rival, against a Super Bowl contender. Like, what are the odds that's going to work out well? Uh, basically saying they have not had time to gel and come together. And I tend to agree with that. That's a very good point. I think the Bears do have a lot of talent. I think this team will look a lot different by Halloween than they do now. If they can be like four and four at Halloween and then getting their act together heading into November, I think it'll be good. But throwing on, you know, Khalil Mack's been on the, the team for like six days. Like, what are the odds that, oh, hey, everything's going to be perfect right out of the gate? Probably not. Probably not. So my expectations are pretty low for this game. But uh, you know what? We shall see. Anyway, that's going to wrap it up for uh, this edition of Bear Down Wednesdays. As you can tell I still sound awful. Uh, <laughs> We're on Twitter at BD Wednesdays. If you've got any questions or comments or criticisms, do it. Just do it. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Uh, if you got any questions, you can drop an email, bdwednesdays at gmail.com. All right, I'm Jason Bell. Take it easy and uh, bear down. Peace.